Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 336, recorded on July 29th, 2021. On tonight's episode with special guest David Ernsberger, we talk about new Pokemon Snap updates, surprise NSO SP game launch, and other non-Nintendo newsworthy events. All exciting stuff because we are so busy with news this week. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey, what's up, guys? No, you are not hearing things. It's Marty here from Nintendo Dads, and I'm back for episode 336. It is July the 29th, 2021, and we've got several, several things to talk about tonight, but we also have several, several of the finest gentlemen in the galaxy assembled tonight to talk about all things Nintendo in, out, in between, and some things that are not. Joining me on the show tonight is Mr. Jesse Waldack. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. And uh, you, you can say that statement now because Justin left. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, he has abandoned us in our hour of need. Yeah. Yeah, he was on during our pre-show to heckle us a little bit, and then he, he, he bugged out. Yeah, Justin's got some family stuff going on. He'll be back here next week. Uh, but who is here? Tim Off, all the way from the snowy white north. Not real snowy right now. But. Oh. <laughs> uh, a little bit of snow would probably help cool things down. It is in the 90s again here in Michigan. But uh, uh, we're you staying cool indoors. Which is like almost, th- you know, or 38 degrees Celsius for those. Yeah, you, know, you, well, you can keep that. You can keep all that. Here, where I am right now, we're currently at Satan's front porch. Yeah. That's just what it says. Uh, you guys can keep all that. That's fine. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we want to give it away, uh, but it's not going anywhere. Uh, also joining us on the show tonight, uh, the host with the most, the OG Patreon producer, Dave Ernsberger. How you doing, buddy? Evening, Marty. Evening, everybody. I'm doing great, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And during the intro, I realized uh, that once again during the pre-show, I called Justin Jason by accident. So no wonder he's not here. You know? Well, why, well you, why you, did that, you did that because that was the name that was shown on the screen. Me, it gets me every time, man. I, I, see, I, 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 see, I, I thought, know his name is Justin, but you know. Oh well. I thought you did that oh. on purpose because we always pick on him when it, yeah, as well. I'm gonna, I'm going to go with that, yeah. Anyway, good to see y'all. <laughs> You know, we just, we don't really care what we call it. I mean, it's, he just responds. And then usually, and he, he just responds with demands of us. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Probably just as well he doesn't know exactly where I'm coming from. Then. Just keep him off balance, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, we actually celebrate the weeks he's not here because it means it's less for us to do after the podcast is over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more chill, more chill. That's right, that's right. Well, guys, we're going to chill out and talk about several news items here in just a minute. But before we do that, Jesse, you know what you got to do? There it is. There it is. And our news each and every week is brought to you by you over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for just a dollar a month, you can join in with a fantabulous community that right now is playing golf and alerting each other that Zelda acrylic prints have gone up on my Nintendo, uh, are sharing parenting advice, and all kinds of things in between. Uh, Particularly, you never know what kind of animated GIFs are going to show up uh, in uh, the Dads After Dark channel. 
Uh, and so uh, you can start out at a dollar a month or you can be like Dave and you can be a $30 a month Patreon producer where you secure your spot to come on the show and hang out with us. Uh, and there's tiers in between those as well. Uh, and now, uh, if you haven't joined up yet, there is a yearly billing option as well. Uh, and it helps you basically get, uh, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong here. Is it two months or one month for free? Uh, it's one month. One month for three. I think it's not. I don't think it's exact, but it's close. It's like it's close. It's like a twelve percent discount. I don't know. It's there. Uh, So yeah, it's uh, save a little bit on on Nintendo Dads by going uh, uh, doing the yearly option, and we uh, gladly welcome that and appreciate it. Uh, Also, right now we are currently sponsored by our good friends at Manscaped, and we want you guys to watch this real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, support for Nintendo Dads is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-belt men's grooming champions of the world. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me talk about Manscaped for the last month now. It is absolutely fantastic. There is no doubt about it. I use a product. The gents use a product. We all absolutely love the product. But I want to give you this. I want you to noodle around on this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am presenting to you that potentially, probably, maybe, I believe... Nintendo characters use Manscaped. And let me show you or or provide to you some examples. So picture in your mind, ladies and gentlemen, you know, recently we saw the Breath of the Wild trailer too. Link is falling from the sky. You see kind of like a sat, like a kind of a toga going on. Link has no body hair. He appears to have no body hair. Ladies and gentlemen, why? Because Link uses Manscaped. Let's talk about our next fellow, of course, Donkey Kong. Well, Donkey Kong is a hairy, hairy ape. He doesn't use Manscaped, but let me tell you, if he did, he would be like one of the over 2 million gentlemen from around the world who absolutely use Manscaped. Now, I'm glad that he's not because the idea of a completely bald ape kind of frightens me. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you one more. One more, and I I think this has been hiding in plain sight. The mustachio plumber himself, Mario, I fully believe he also uses Manscaped. And let me tell you why. Super Mario Odyssey came out a couple of years ago, and the internet went on fire, ladies and gentlemen, when there's a picture of Mario wearing shorts, running around a beach, shirt off. Ladies and gentlemen, that plumber has been stoting the same mustache for over 40 years he is a well-groomed, well-groomed, well-kept gentleman, and that mass mustache, I think, is pretty fantastic. But if you notice, ladies and gentlemen, neck down, no body hair. I'm willing to bet you if you went a little bit lower, potentially you'd see the mushrooms and a warp pipe that were cleanly and neatly trimmed as well. Why, of course, ladies and gentlemen, because of Manscaped. You think that M on the top of his hat is for Mario? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you that M on the top of his hat is for Manscaped. And of course, you can head over to manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for their support of this. And by the way, that code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, is good until the end of July. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to pull the trigger like over 2 million men worldwide and purchase manscaping, whether it's the products, whether it's the uh, the the other creams and ointments, ladies and gentlemen, now is your time uh, to do it. And of course, we appreciate and love Manscaped. Hopefully you've enjoyed this Nintendo Manscaped journey with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to throw back to the hosts. Jesse, back to you.
it's like uh, he, I always thought for a minute he was going into Nacho Libre, Libre territory, you know, like, all they fancy creams and lotions. <laughs> uh, so you can head over to manscaped.com and pick yourself up something nice be sure you use the code NINDADS that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S you get 24% off uh, your order and if you set up a recurring order uh, there's going to be money that you save there as well so go check that out it's not just below the belt you can get um, nose trimmers and ear trimmers things like that uh, as well that are actually really cool I got the uh, blade. I forget what they called it, but just the single blade tool that they have. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got that. Pick that up because I have to, you know, keep things trim here. Yeah. You're so. looking good. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like poor Donkey Kong got totally body shamed there. Is it just me? I don't know. He, was, he said he, it's a good thing he didn't get body shamed. Oh, okay. Shamed. All right. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere out there, there is a, <laughs> an image of Donkey Kong without hair and Mario without a mustache. And it's. Oh, Extremely yeah. disturbing. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about things that aren't disturbing uh, with our big news of the week. Uh, today, Nintendo announced that new Pokemon Snap will be getting a brand new free update on August the 3rd. It will include new areas to explore and new Pokemon to find. Uh, in fact, Mew was shown off at the very beginning. Uh, it also incre- uh, includes the ability to shrink to get a better look at smaller Pokemon and um the trailer shows you riding on the back of an Emolga for your rail. Uh, no further details were given, but some uh, you know footage was shown off in the trailer. You can go check that out over on YouTube. Uh, are any of you guys still playing Pokemon Snap? I know some of you got it. Yeah, that, it's a good one to jump back into every now and then. But that's a huge game. It is huge. Like if, lots to do in it. <laughs> yeah, I. I I think I unlocked the third area and haven't gone back to it since. So I haven't played it in a while and probably won't. <laughs> Dave, did yeah. you pick up Pokemon? Well, I, I am still playing Pokemon go uh, very constantly. And that's all the room I have in my life for Pokemon right now. So I have not played Pokemon snap, but I, gotcha. I'm interested in it. I'm, I'll probably get around to it at some point And during one of the quieter periods, I'd say. I just, I wonder uh, with this, if this was content that was made to um, they originally shot to be in the game when it first came out, or if it was, uh, Oh, we're still like, we're still coming up with ideas. Um, I, I, I mean, I think it's cool that it's free. Yeah, definitely. Great support. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, if- and very soon, I mean, they dropped the trailer today uh, and it comes out uh, next Tuesday. So, yeah, less than a week. You got to be happy if you're a Pokemon Snap fan, I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, speaking of updates, uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System app got updated to 5.4.0 uh, with the uh, release of the new SNES games this week. Uh, and even though new, new, no new games for it were announced, uh, when people opened it up, they found a brand new SP version of Super Mario Brothers 3 that had been added. And uh, the theme for this seems to be eight. You start on World 8 with eight different um, modifications. Uh, and I think there's you actually start with more lives than you normally do. Is that correct? I haven't launched it, so I have no idea what it is. Uh, I, I know that there was, I mean, like the, every suit that you can get in the game is there. Uh, P-Wings there, uh, Fireflower, 
Uh, all of that is in there. Uh, and I, I reckon this is to help people who are having trouble getting through with the game, finishing it. Uh, it's just interesting timing, right? <laughs> like all of a sudden, oh, yeah, by the way, oop, oop, we forgot the <laughs> version of Mario 3. Are we still in the 35th anniversary year? I think we are, right? So they seem to be just dropping little presents here and there, not really telling us about them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's just like, and I, you know, there was another SP game that came out recently too. Uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. I may have been on the Super Nintendo side, and I, re- I don't remember them announcing it, but it just popped up. Uh, one day, and I was like, "Oh, uh, hey, that's not. I won't. I won't use it." But uh, I, I just like I don't know that I see the need for those because it's like you're playing. I will take save state. I will take a Sim City Super Nintendo SP version where they give me a bunch of money in it. That that would work for me if I could have you, that. Uh, reality <laughs> check. Unfortunately, you will never get Nintendo's version of SimCity. I, I promise. You hush, you. Don't pop my dream bubble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I do. Don't I, rain I, on I, my I parade. People, I bring people back to reality. It's not happening. Maybe the safe uh, state that the SP version is uh, triggers is one just before Bowser attacks. Okay. I'll and, take it. And, and, Tim, I'll take listen, it. Full disclosure, that's my favorite version of SimCity of all time. Yeah, I've, right, I've got it. it. The music, right somewhere. the yeah. announcements, the characterization is just top-notch. Uh, I spent it, hours in that game. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A lo- ton of hours in that game. That was my go-to game just to wind down. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you talk about your comfort food games. That was mine when I was you know, that is younger, that so. is one of the games that I really wish, like when they had done the Super Nintendo Classic, or or even yes, now, I do wish it would come out. I, I just I don't feel like EA is ever going to let that happen. Let's not bring up EA again. Well, <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, every, every every time I every time I come on the show, somebody triggers Tim to go on an EA rant, and then I join it. So it's not a good idea. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep him calm tonight. Um, yeah. Here's something that might. No, go ahead, Jesse. I'm sorry. I said that they're probably EA probably won't be the only developer we don't mention on the in the show anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, current well, events. Take, look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um, Let's talk about uh, let's let's talk about some game release updates that actually are happening. Uh, very interesting things uh, on the horizon. Picross S Genesis and Master System Edition was announced this week, and it comes out next week, August fifth. Jesse is already salivating uh, at the 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 idea of creating uh, Genesis and Master System characters via Picross. Yeah, well, actually, am I right? We've known about this game for maybe a month or so. Oh, really? Okay, it I'm just sorry. Didn't, it just didn't have a, a release date until today. But yeah, even though... Ten I, bucks? I, it'll probably be ten bucks. I don't know what the price is. Oh, it is. Looked. I just okay. looked it up on, on Nintendo site because I, I wanted to see photos of it. I was like, this, there's no way this is real. Right. You know, well, I'm sure I'm not going to know every character. I'm sure Sonic and some of the other big hitters will be there. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh Kind of makes me wonder why there's not been a Picross S Nintendo yet. Good. Well, they they have done Zelda. They have you know, and and 
Pokemon on the 3DS. Um, on the I don't 3DS. know, maybe, maybe. Maybe this is opening the door. Uh, another game that I am super excited about, uh, August 27th, Baldo the Guardian Owls is coming out for Switch. This is also going to be, if you're like me and you're an Apple One subscriber, an Apple Arcade subscriber, it's going to be over there with controller support for free. So that's where I'm probably going to play it. I know now I sound like the Game Pass snobs, right? It's going to be on Game Pass. I play it for free. Uh, <laughs> you know, but nothing wrong with that. I do the yeah, same listen, thing. Game Pass people, calm down. Calm down. It's okay. Go play your 15,000 games and Battletoads. That I, 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 I'd, I'd be it's totally playing. Fine. Well, Chris, what was that? What was that RPG? Chris Tales? Uh, Chris Tales. I'd be playing that if I had the time. I'm not on the Xbox. Yeah. But, so. Uh, the reason I'm super excited about this game is that it looks like a mixture of The Legend of Zelda and um, the um, – God, his name just – the guy who did Howl's Moving Castle and um, Totoro and all those – Studio Ghibli? Yes, Studio Ghibli. It looks like Studio Ghibli made a Zelda game. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, and I can't wait to play this. Looks fantastic. That's I right. I forgot about think this it's one. One that needs to be on your radar as of right now. Uh, if you're a Zelda fan uh, and the Skyward Sword itch is is uh, kind of getting scratched, or you've finished it, or maybe that's not your bag. Uh, Baldo looks amazing. It does. Um, I can't. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Yeah, this was originally announced. Like last March. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's coming out soon. Also announced today via tweet is Ori the Collection. And both of these, uh, both Ori games coming to the Switch on one cart. Uh, it also comes with two digital soundtracks and six collectible art cards. This is coming to retail October 12th. Uh, if you're out there and you're a fan of Metroid or Castlevania and you've not played Ori, what are you doing? Like don't 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 play it now. Wait till October twelfth and get both of them together. Get the good package. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see you. I see you over there shaking your head. I, I'm just green. surprised they. I'm surprised they got them both on one cart. I'm marveling yeah. at the technical achievement of getting them on one cart. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't know what they what magic they had to do to do that. I hope it wasn't too much downscaling of the graphics. I doubt it because it's a beautiful game, anyways, right? It's a beautiful, beautiful game. I agree with you. If you're a Metroid, I've got, that's a great game. Here, here's the thing, Mike. I've dipped into both of them, yeah. but there's always a part where I just kind of like something else comes oh, sure. out and yeah. I haven't got to finish it. But like Ori and the Blind Forest is that's my finished game this weekend. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't finished either one, but uh, I've gotten pretty deep into both of them, and uh, they're, they're, they're sort they're of perfect switch games. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah, uh, I th- and, I think and I so tight, and just the, yeah. The, and, and I'm like you, like they look amazing, they yeah, sound amazing. Yeah. Um, and, just, and the the main character in Ori is a joy to play uh, with the move set and everything else, and oh, the way yeah. it develops of the game. So it's a great if you haven't played it before, it's a great game to play. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, for horror fans or survival horror fans, Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater is coming out uh, October 28th on Nintendo Switch. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is a port of a game that was on the Wii U. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Which is, it, it, the, the fifth game in the franchise originally released on the Wii U. It, and it, what, am, I, am I also right in saying it was only released on the Wii U up until this point? 
Because I, I think it's coming to other systems as well. It is coming to other systems as well, yes. But I think it was Wii U originally. Because Nintendo published it, had publishing rights for the during the, the Wii era, Wii U, Wii U era. But apparently someone else has it now because they're pushing it yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I think even Stadia. <laughs> also uh, announced today, sadly, uh, Outer Wilds, which was originally planned for summer 2021, has slipped to holiday 2021. Uh, and as a, a non-Tendo aside here, uh, it was also announced this week that Kina uh, for uh, PS5 is slipping a month as well <clears throat> to September. I think it was originally uh, August when it was supposed to come out, but now it's going to be September 21st. It's not that much, but I that's like one of my most anticipated games this year. Uh, it, it just, man, it looks like Pixar made Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm yeah. Honest. That one looks uh, pretty cool too. And so, and in a last minute update, Justin has suggested a game that has a demo out right now on the Switch called Greek Memories of Azure. And that's G R E A K, not G R E E K like a hero. Uh, so, Greek Memories of Azure, uh, he's kind of compared it to, uh, didn't he compare it to a 2D Zelda? I think so, yeah. You, you control uh, four three swords. Different, he, yeah, four swords. Yeah. Let, let me throw out a, a, a better comparison here. Having not played it, I'm just going to throw this out here. Uh, a three characters, three different character playable characters trying to solve puzzles and get through levels. Get through levels, guys. This is Lost Vikings for for our old interplay friends who remember, okay. you know, when they made something besides, you know, not interplay, uh, Blizzard. Which I guess okay. we're not supposed to talk about them, but uh, <laughs> I maybe somebody could take you know their good ideas and make things better than they did. Sounds uh, like they might have with this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be downloading this tonight and, and checking them out. I just he did. said he's loving the demo and everybody needs to check it out. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's coming out right now. Uh, August 17th is when it comes out. Oh, August 17th. Okay, so later this month. Uh, definitely something you should look at. Uh, moving on, Dr. Mario World, one of Nintendo's um, mobile games that actually had quite a bit of buzz around it when it first launched. It's been announced that it's scheduled to shut down November 1st at 6 a.m. Um, Mountain Time, or that's midnight Mountain Time. Uh, In-game currency diamonds are already no longer available to purchase. And I thought this was really interesting that they chose to do this. And then they updated the game the next day after they announced it. Well, they probably yes. had to, they so probably had to update the, it to disable the shop. Yeah. Um, it was like bug fixes and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, did, did, I, I, here's the deal. When this game came out, I really liked this game. Okay? I really liked it. But I liked it then until I, didn't. I got into the later levels, and it was worse than any... Candy Crush or anything Match 3 ever was about, like, putting you in levels that basically felt like you had to pay to, to win them. Did you guys play this game at all, Dave? Did you play uh, that? Yeah, I, I, I try most of the uh, the mobile games just to see how they are, and I, I haven't really gotten along great with really any of them, uh, except for Pokemon Go, which is Niantic, I guess, pretty much, but... Uh, no, this one uh, I also bounced off really fast. Is this the first one they've put out to pasture since Mitomo? Uh, the original mobile so. yeah. game. Mario, yeah. Mario Run's still out there. 
All right, so I'm still out there. Animal Crossing, uh, whatever. Yeah, home design, whatever it is. Yeah, is happy home, there? happy home builder. I don't know. Yeah, and I don't think Trailer Park are, one. Trailer Animal Crossing Trailer Park. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you know it's got to be it's got to be something not great if they're putting it out the pasture because they let these things run forever, right? So I, yeah, I guess it mustn't have done so great after all. Or at least on the further levels, like you said. Uh, Jesse and I, great minds think alike. It was like, yep, that's the show title right there. We uh, all started typing the show here, title. Here's the deal, though. Like, they can do this right now because consistently every month, Fire Emblem Heroes and Mario Kart are making them bank. Right, right. Mario Kart is never going away. <laughs> now, I yeah. say that, and then tomorrow they'll be like, Mario Kart's done. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that, that's just it's easy money. You know, it's yeah. at this point for them. Fire Emblem is, that is easy money. And like, I have a passing interest in Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem Heroes is really boring to me. Yeah. I thought it was not great as well. It, yeah. It was, it's yeah. not, uh, I, mean, I, I, I did enjoy the Mario Kart, but yeah, this, I didn't enjoy the Fire Emblem ones too much. The only thing that I, the only Nintendo app that I've ever said, okay, this is, viable and like I like it feels like the game that it's trying to be in the spirit of was Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. That's the only one. Hmm. Uh even Mario Run didn't feel great after a while. Uh but I I would not be surprised if we see others joining this because yep. they were all in on mobile when the Wii U was uh was sinking but now Switch is going gangbusters, and they're like, man, we don't, yeah. Yeah, and they probably have to spend some amount of developer time maintaining the apps, right? When the iOS gets updated and all those other things. So there's probably the more of these they have out there on the on the, on the, uh, on the iOS, uh, the more they're sort of losing a little bit of time to maintain them, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. Dave, it's a, it's a, yeah. Dave do you think that we'll ever see the, the Zelda app that was rumored, the Zelda mobile game? I, I feel like it's going to happen. Yeah, I feel like it's going to. I mean, they've, they've done this with, well, some of the franchises, right? But Zelda is—it's a big Zelda moment. Uh, I, I could see it being surprised announced at some point. Uh, yeah, it feels like it should happen to me. Can Can I tell you that the only real like Nintendo app that I would be really excited for right now, and this is not like they've not said anything about this. This is just out of my head. Uh, mobile would be a great place to resurrect Nintendo land. Yeah. Because, man, that yeah. was, that yeah. was so much fun on the, on the Wii U. Uh, my family and I were talking about that the other day. We were like, man, you remember when we used to play Luigi's mansion and Mario chase and the Metroid, uh, you know, game and all that. Yeah. That was worth so much fun. I would love to see Nintendo land uh, kind of get a, re I'd love to see it get a revival anywhere, but, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see Donkey Kong uh, on a mobile app as well. So, but it feels like a game is kind of you know with the the vertical structure of the game and everything else. I can see that working pretty well. Even just the old Donkey. I know they wouldn't do it that way, but the old style Donkey Kong would be pretty good. I think. I love that idea. Mobile Nintendo Land. That be that be awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, Nintendo, hit me up. I've got ideas, man. We could bring all the franchises over. Uh, you know, we get Chibi Robo on mobile. It'd be great. Maybe, maybe going Everybody along with that, us. maybe going along with it, they could still bring it to the Switch and you can use your mobile phone as a controller, like Jackbox type thing. Yes. You know? Yes. That, that like would be it. awesome. These ideas are free. 
Trend. <laughs> uh, you know, Nintendo Minute. I know you guys are out there, you know, not listening to us. It's totally fine. Real somebody quick. Uh, in, hey, I, I will just say this. From our email box this week, somebody in Nintendo is watching us. True. Anyway. Uh, so real quick in our chat talking about Dr. Mario, they said they're on level 954 and they wow. spent no money on it. Wow. Let me hang on. We're not worthy. That's that's triple A <laughs> in our chat said that. Yeah, hey, triple that's the right name right there. Yep. Uh, you deserve that name. <laughs> let's diverge for just a minute, guys, and let's talk about uh, a few Nintendo items. Dave. Uh, you you also play other things than Nintendo, correct? Yeah, I, I'm of the philosophy that I've heard you guys talk about on this show a few times that it's great to partner your Switch or your Nintendo device with another console, so you don't get you know FOMO or Rage or whatever uh, you know Tim style about <laughs> EA. You know? So it's good to, good to have another outlet. So yeah, I, I pretty much try all of the other devices, and I have an Xbox and a PlayStation okay. as well. Yeah, yeah. So do you have a PS5? Uh, I, I'm ashamed to say I do because I had to buy it off a of scalper. I know, don't hate on me, man. Oh, but I, 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 I only paid like 10% more for it. So I was like, all right, I'm fine. So I have a PS5, yeah. Okay. I will say this. I wish I hadn't got it. It hasn't really done me great so far. I'm, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Somebody asked me the other day, it's like, what PS5 game do I have to have if I buy it? I was like, okay, yeah. Because yeah. Right. Tim lent me his copy of Returnal. And it's okay. Yeah. It's not great. And Ratchet and Clank was fun. Yeah. And I, but I could have waited to experience yeah. that until later. Yeah. Kena, Kena is really my first game mm. for PS5 that I'm really, really jonesing after. Mm. Um, and there's this new game that, that just came out uh, that's kind of gave me Splatoon vibes. They, they, they talked about it during their last State of Play, Arcadegeddon. Uh, but like I, I went and looked it up, and it's twenty bucks, and I, I just can't pay money for another online game right now because I'm so I stay invested in Fortnite every season, uh, and I'm like I'm paying money for the crew and doing all, and I, I just I don't know that I have time for that right now. Uh, Ain't nobody got time for that. It just <laughs> it just looked interesting. Uh, but the reason I bring up the PS5 is that PlayStation 5 uh, came, or, or Sony came out this week and said the PlayStation 5 has sold more than 10 million units in less than nine months to be the fastest selling PlayStation of all time. Uh, approximately 950 million uh, or I'm sorry, nine, uh, or 9.5 million of those units uh, ended up in the hands of scalpers. Uh, but, uh, obviously well, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. That's the case. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft followed this up with announcement that the, uh, in fact, I think Xbox actually announced this first. Did they really? Okay. So Xbox yeah. announced that the series X is the fastest selling Xbox of all time. They did not announce sales numbers. Uh, I mean, Microsoft that never does. Uh, but to compare, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch sold 14 million units in its first year. So Nintendo's tracking a little ahead of PS5. I would say that, and and y'all y'all know this is Nintendo dads. I'm just throwing this up there before I say that. I would say that that PlayStation 5 would be further along if it wasn't so scarce. 
Oh, right. Yes. And yeah. and there were games. Those two factors, uh, right. I think... I think were, even if it wasn't just so scarce, I think it would be further ahead because I think their PlayStation is riding the wave of having been the preeminent console of the last generation, right? Yeah. So I think I think people would have just rolled into it if they had the opportunity to do so. But like, if PlayStation and Xbox and Switch, so Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have all had outstanding first years with their new-gen consoles, that's got to be good news for everybody, I think. It means the industry is getting bigger, right? has to be. I saw a tweet, and I want to say it was it was from Mister Bad Bit of PS Trophy Room, uh, and he was sharing all these. You know, he's like, "Here, PlayStation Five sold this, Xbox sold this, Nintendo's going gangbusters with the Switch." He's like, "However, however you play, whatever you play on, the yeah. undeniable fact is is that video gaming is having an incredible year." Uh, an incredible season, even with chip shortages, even with games being pushed back, uh, almost like the which we've never seen, right? The likes of which we've never seen. Uh, and so I think it only means good in the future if companies will take this momentum and put it in the right directions. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's choices to be made here. Uh, and it's funny that this news comes and I know we don't have this in our notes, but like this, like you've got this big high and then all that's going on with Activision Blizzard and the walkout this week and the, the you know, the, the harassment claims and all that awful stuff that has come out of the lawsuit that, that the state of California has against them. Uh, it's just horrific stuff. Awful, disgusting. Uh, and, you know, like I even I'm going to be honest with you, like this week. Um, I was, I had some downtime and, uh, I wanted to check out the Overwatch summer stuff and then all that stuff came out and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's ugly stuff, man. I, I think that the, the, the charges were repugnant enough, but the reaction of Activision Blizzard was unbelievable. If you're getting sued by in the, in the state of California by some state authorities, you don't say, well, those guys are wrong. You're like, whoa, a little more humble pie would be welcome. And then maybe take the time to sort of think about what the heck's going on. But now the reaction, but the reaction is a little bit in, in kind of indicative of how the culture and gaming has to evolve to keep up with the size of gaming. Because to your point, around connecting both these things. It's such a massive industry. So many people consume the the media format these days. The culture has to kind of come along in the places where it isn't coming along. You know, it's gone it's come along in a lot of places, by the way. But these kind of backwaters of let's call it 1980s style game book, you know, video game guy thinking have to kind of go away really running clearly. But the reaction was terrible. The reaction was yeah. terrible. And since then their president has put out a statement that is clearly damage control. Like it's, it's really, that's all it is. You know, I found myself thinking about during this time I was, and I almost tweeted it and I was like, nah, that's in bad taste. Mm -hmm. But I, I know you guys will understand and hear my heart because you know me and our listeners know me, but I was like, maybe this will get all of the teams off of working on the next Call of Duty. Uh, you know, like maybe they'll actually be able to make the games they want to make. Cause I would think that some of that is, is, some of the culture, and, and I say that because of this, not just because I don't like that game, but I think that some of the culture within the company caters to the culture that the, that is outside of the company. 
Yeah, you, you making all, like, making dude bro games for fifteen years, you yes. turn into a dude bro company. Yes. Well, it's it's the dude bros in the in the company appeasing the dude bros out of the company. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, and you know, dude bro gaming, and yeah, I, yeah. I would love to see that go away. <laughs> I like I like that as like an indie developer. T- uh, name, name your company, dude bro. <laughs> Yes, that would be great. Uh, if you're out there, you can have that one. That's free, too. Uh, let's move on and let's talk about one more news item here. I thought this was really cool, and it's Nintendo as well. But uh, Seagate confirmed the first M2 SSD card that's compatible with PS5 this week. It's called the Fire Cuda 530. Four sizes available at launch. Get your wallets ready. Here we go. 500 gigabytes for $150. Okay. All right. Uh, one terabyte for $254.99. All right. This is where crazy sauce gets starting pat gets gets started to get passed around. Two terabytes for $514.99. And four terabytes for just a thousand dollars, guys. Just a thousand dollars. I mean, come on. That's that's a PS5 and a half. Come on, dude, bro. I mean, it's just a thousand bucks. Um <laughs> It requires a system title. update. Uh, th- these these <laughs> cards require a system update that isn't live yet, uh, but there is a beta program that users can go sign up to be early adopters uh, at Seagate.com. You can head over there. If you want to drop a cool thousand on an SSD card that will be uh, obsolete within the next 10 years, uh, you can. This you too can go do this. Is PS Vita storage magnified? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well, this isn't proprietary. You know, this is this is this is like the new off the shelf because you can. Okay. This, th- these are designed to go into PCs. They just happen to have the PS5 specs. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, yeah. The, the, this isn't this is well, it, it's high because this is the first new thing because they're, they're SSDs. They're, they're for Gen one. Four this, M2s. Does okay. this get added to the current storage, or do you have to transfer the current storage over? No, it, it'll add to it. Okay. Because because the the original you know seven hundred and fifty ish gig, which actually was, which is really more like six fifty, um, is soldered to the board. You can't remove that. Oh, okay. And then this is an M two an M two card, which so expandable memory. Okay. Yeah. So you all right. So the price could come down at some point. But here's the thing: years. I saw a video <laughs> about this right before we went. Uh, came in to record and and to do this to your PS5, you actually have to take the shell of it off and get in there with a special screwdriver and get into the right part and put this in. This is not like the the Series X where it actually has a port that you just plug a card into. Right. It, it's if you ever swapped out a hard drive on PS3 or PS4, it's kind of like that, but a little different because it's not using. The SATA interface is is an M.2. Can I just tell you, I I would be interested in like an extra 500 gig, but I'm absolutely terrified at the prospect of doing anything to my PS5. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, I have a I have a basic point of view that if I wanted to open up my machines and dabble on their interiors, I would have bought it or made a PC for myself. You know, this isn't I like a hard. This isn't like a hard mod where you have to solder or anything in it. You I know, understand it, that, Jesse, there's a, there's but there's always, slot. there's an off chance 
that that's that that shell doesn't snap back on there. Right, right. <laughs> a tab gets broken uh-huh. or something happens, and then all of a sudden, what's and once you get inside, you got a JK PS five. Yeah, exactly. once, <laughs> once you get inside the bodywork and start fiddling around with it, you put try and put it back together again. It's going to rattle and shake and roll for the rest of the time you have it. In, in my experience, you know, yeah. but we don't we don't have the delicate fingers of a Jesse Waldeck. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, nobody has nobody has Jesse's delicate. Another show title: Delicate Fingers, Jesse. <laughs> uh, you need more you need more picross to practice those yes, that's right that's right those fingers uh well guys that's our news for this week well, i think we've... There, there was the one about play date did you want to talk about oh that? yeah i'm sorry i forgot that speaking of other systems the play date system the uh handheld with the crank on the side uh has gone uh up for pre-order today uh in a in a stunning uh turn of events Playdate has been the only company to figure out how to do pre-orders for video games in the history of video games. And basically what that means is, is that pre-orders don't sell out. When you buy yours, you get put on a list. And when it's your turn, you get your Playdate. Yeah. Apple's been doing this for almost 15 years. What's taking everyone else a while? I mean, this, this is, I mean, it's a cool way to do it. I'm glad they do it. Uh, they had an initial batch of 20,000 Playdates. Those uh, that, that would have gone out in 2021, all of those sold out uh, within uh, the hour, I think. Probably. Uh, by, the yeah. time, by the time I but, got to yeah, but by the, again. Yeah, but by the time I was done, I reloaded the page, and it says, if you pre-order now, it'll be 2022. So, yeah, it was like within 10 minutes. Yeah, the, the first, first time I went to it, it said 2022. So I just said, I can wait. I can wait till later. Uh, they will adjust factory production based on demand, so that means you may get it sooner than you thought you would. But I, guys, I'll be honest with you, I love the idea of the play date. Um, sure. For those of you who are unfamiliar, there, there, with there, it, there's some words you never thought of. You hear a grown man saying, by the way. But uh, yeah, 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 I like the yeah. idea of a play date too. Sure. That's that's fantastic. Um, that's also embarrassing now, and I don't know how to recover. <laughs> but, uh, the the idea of the machine is uh, a handheld with releases, um, like timed releases. So uh, every now and then it downloads you a new game uh, and everybody gets it at once. It's kind of like pushed to your device. Uh, and it it's, you know, looks like a standard Game Boy almost, just a little wider, but there's a crank on the side of it to use as a controller. I just think it's pretty cool. I, well, like, I, I, I think the form factor of the play date, I've been following it since it was first announced maybe two or three years ago. Um, it's definitely targeted at the Nintendo audience or has a Nintendo audience in mind. I mean, it's bright yellow. It's cute. It looks like a Game Boy. It's got like black and white games as far as I can tell, which sort of appeals to a nostalgia uh, crowd. So, yeah, I can see this hitting well with the Nintendo community, yeah, too. But if they, if they have enough to put into the market, you know. Yeah, it's a monochrome screen. It looks like the graphics are like like virtual boy quality based on what I've seen yeah. so far. Yeah. And, what I, what um, I like about it is it seems to make you it seems to be requiring short games that are focused games as far as I can tell, which will also be a the breath of fresh air, I think. You're not gonna play a fifty hour RPG on this. Right. That's and, what and I'm the, excited about it. And the crank because... isn't the only input. There is a D pad and and two face buttons. Yeah, yeah. I like as I'm looking at it right here, um, there's, I mean, it, it's small enough to fit in the palm of your hand, uh, but the screen looks really sharp. Yeah. Uh, the cover for it is is cute. 
Uh, and it even has, a, there's a stereo dock that's coming later. Yes. Uh, that's, that's a cube that like this thing, it kind of, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it kind of looks like it magnetizes to the front of it. I yes. think, I think, I think it, it does, does mag and then it'll do a wireless charging that way. And it, yep. So it's a ter- it's a wireless charging stereo Bluetooth speaker and it's a pin holder. And a pin and holder. Says, and it comes with, with a pen. nice pin. Yes, it comes with a pin. <laughs> so this, like, things are really cool. You can, you can pre-order the set together. So, and by the set, I mean, the case and the the system together for one ninety nine. Yep. Uh, the it's nine dollars off. The case is twenty nine ninety nine. The system seven one seventy nine. So you can, um, you know, you can get both. I guess if you want, or you can do there as you a quarter. You can do the, the thing <laughs> uh, together. I don't know if you can see. I got my game and watch Mario up here, but it reminds me a little bit of the game and watch idea. Right? It almost kind of looks a little bit like it here yeah, and here, right? Probably the similar size. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it because of the low tech factor and the uh, but the the innovative ideas that will come from it because of the creative ideas that developers have to yes. have with it. Uh, and you get and you you get a I think it was one year subscription, right, Jesse? When you bought it, you get a year subscription it's, of. Games. I don't know if it's a year, but it's basically season one of the season games one. Yes, yeah, is you get free. a season of games, and there's some that there a couple of their surprises that they didn't say, but they they showed off a lot when they did the their their direct, if you will, or their uh, showcase of it a couple months ago. So, which was pretty cool. And that's what sold me more on it. And I've been following it just like Dave, you know, for a couple of years. I think we all have pretty much, but uh, I got my pre-order in. So I'm pretty excited and can't wait to check it out when uh, it comes out. That's uh, my I kind would, of thing. Is yours would, this year? This year, yes. Wow, awesome. nice. I, I would argue it'll do better than the Steam Deck. How's that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Definitely that, cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I kind of like the idea of that one too, but I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, guys, that's our news. Uh, let's discuss something for a moment. Tim, uh, you have a question for the group. So, yes. as we say down here in the South, let it rip tater chip. <laughs> so, uh, this. I think I brought this up for uh, Sean Capri and his in his group of people uh, a few months back because I was talking and dealing with things at home and helping my mom get through things. And uh, at the time, my stepfather being in a senior community, it made it led me to think about this when I get to that age or when we get to that age, when we get to uh, a senior community or a senior home and we retire, do you plan on taking your games with you? And do you hope to knock out that backlog by then? <laughs> you know, what, what are you going to do with your time in there? And the reason why I ask is because, like I said, I've been seeing more of that with my parents uh, and learn a lot about that community because of that. But I noticed that right now, the senior community, if they're not active, a lot of people don't have hobbies they're into. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, what are you doing with your time? I know when I'm going there, I'm going to be, I'm going to have books. I know I'm going to catch up on movies and games and just like all these, all these media things I'm going to catch up on, you know? So what do you guys think? I love how you're pre um, pre-planning for, 
for your your I, years. Exactly. It's like, I mean, I'm in my, you know, I'm 46 now, but man, it's like, you know, 20 years from now, at least um, away from now. But man, when you look back, the, those 46 years went by quick. <laughs> so, well, it's, it's funny you ask this question, Tim, because I've been thinking about this Actually, bizarrely, I've been thinking about this a lot. This <laughs> sort of, you sort of tapped into a part of my mind that I, I've been, I, I didn't expect to be discussing, but I have thought about this a lot. And um, and by the way, we're still going to be doing Nintendo dads in the senior yeah. community home, by the way. Yeah. So. Nintendo granddads, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, I, I totally expect to be gaming when I'm retired and or living in a retirement community because when I have spent time around some of the older folks who are there now, yeah, the ones who are engaged and motivated are playing games by and large, to your point. They're playing board games and card right. games. And I don't really play board games and card games unless it's like a holiday. Um, so it feels to me like you would roll on through. And what a great way to, to catch up. But I've also been thinking I will not be playing anything that's Switch based, I don't think. You know, I mean, I, I already get my butt kicked in, in, in first player, uh, first person shooters, right? So it'd, it'd probably be more falling back to the things that I've always loved, which is the epic adventure games where it's just me going at my own pace. But I'm really looking forward to that. I have one game that I expect to be playing in my retirement home, uh, which I'm keeping, especially kind of like a fine wine. I'm keeping by the side to play in my retirement home. But you can tell I've been thinking about this so much, right? And yeah. that'll be Metal Gear Solid Five, which I, I play. I think uh -huh. I talked about last time I was on. But that game just, it, 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 it will benefit from having an endless amount of time to just completely take your time. So there I'm really looking forward to it in about 30 years from now, hopefully 40. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I thought about this. Um, I won't say at length, but I've thought about it before uh, because like I've thought about what's it going to be like when or if I get to that point uh, and I'm in a retirement home because I know my kids are not going to take care of me. We've already, like we've already, you know, like we established that they're like, they can't even, I mean, right <laughs> now they're like. What, what you mean is you're terrified of the idea of them taking care of you. I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. That too. I mean, yeah. that too. But the, <laughs> The, the thing is, is that uh, retirement, I was here's where the thought comes from, because in the in, in my line of work as a minister, like I, I go to these places and I, I was in one. It was probably right before the pandemic because uh, I haven't been in one since then. And, I, and here was the thought I had. I thought these places are going to have to look so different when yeah. we're there. Yeah, there's sure. going to have to be big screen TVs. There's going to have to be Wi-Fi. There's going to have to be like charging docks for all of your, your, like, that's right. I got I to charge my iPad. I got to, I got to, yep. I got to FaceTime my grandkids. There's going to be you know? VR, VR stations around the building. Yeah, there'll be VR. The v, but see, the VR stations in there will be way less intense. Like, it's going to be <laughs> like, you know, uh, like, Meeting your college sweetheart for the first time, uh, VR experience, learning to drive, reliving your childhood VR, you know, <laughs> throwing, throwing a ball with dad. Uh, there you go. Uh, I mean, things like that. And then, I mean, just think about like the menu, how much that's going to change. Like now you right. go in there and it's like, here's your broiled fish with collard greens and and this and that that's going to be like 
uh, energy drinks and chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Yes. Shriracha <laughs> sauce. Yeah. 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 Where's my Szechuan sauce? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good. That's a good thought. I, I hadn't really thought about that that part of it too much. But you're right. The environment's going to have to have, completely have to evolve to accommodate our tastes. I think, no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the now it's like you know too. those those people there. They could be you. We can appease people in a nursing home today or a retirement home. It's like by having an ice cream social. Uh-huh. I, forget that. There better be an ice cream machine when I get there. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like that's right. Soft serve. <laughs> Sir, you can't make a comb that large. Watch me. <laughs> then Marty's going to be under the machine going. Here's, here's the thing. The, ba- the bad thing is, is that both of my grandfathers were notorious in their retirement homes as, I mean, they were just awful. <laughs> and, I mean, like, it's a family tradition. I mean, they like, you, know, you got to keep it up with their wheelchairs and stuff. So, I mean, you'll have to keep it up. Keep that's up the right. tradition. So right, Jesse, what about you, man? What are you going to do in the retirement home? Well, I'm I'm thinking. I think of, my, I think of myself when I can have a week off of work. You know, well, sometimes I have a, a game like I had Dragon Quest Eleven, so that that what well, took all my time. But if I don't have a big game, there's normally something other projects I need to be doing to keep my mind working. Otherwise, I get really bored and don't know what to do. You know, then I have analysis paralysis. So right. while I don't think I'll ever get rid of a backlog, <laughs> gaming <laughs> definitely is will be part of my future, like until the end. I just, you know, haven't put too much thought yet into what, what 25 years looks like from now. Bury me with my Switch 4.0. I feel a new t shirt coming on with that, with that Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I keep looking at my Switch backlog on its own, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't even know who's buying these games. It must be me when I'm <laughs> in some sort of sugar-induced buying for right? free. But like, I, I, it's it's huge. I, I yeah, I got tons to get through. You must have the same problem I do. It's like, okay, I know I want to play this game. Ooh, it's on sale. I better pick it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was going. I, I found this on my desk. I was like, what? Is, how did I get kicked? Boxing two for the Switch. I don't even remember buying this. It thing, just you know? appeared. Yeah, it just appeared. I swear somebody's pranking me in my house. I swear. <laughs> Ninfrando says, "Can't wait for how many adapters I'll need for my game systems. RF to coax to RGB to HDMI to dot dot dot." Uh, I'm like, that's yeah. what my system here looks like because uh, I, yeah. I have I have my rigged up so I I can stream in television games. So maybe, maybe by that time they'll just be jacking us into whatever system we want to. You know, just going to be like Ready Player One, and all of our old decrepit bodies are going to be in the bed on life support. And I'm going to be out there with like the Master Sword in one hand and a Mega Man Buster in the other, there you uh, go. like eating a giant donut. And who, who, who needs to wait for retirement? Give me that future now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is hilarious. Absolutely. Tim, that's a fantastic question. And uh, I think probably everybody out there, including us, knows the uh, real answer. No, we're never going to finish our backlog. What are you talking about? (laughs) For real, right? Uh, Speaking of games, let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? (laughs) 
Dave, you are our honored and esteemed guest. We want to know what you've been playing first. Oh, thank you, Marty. I have gone mainstream in what I've been playing. I, I, I After finally finishing Hades about a month or two ago, I, I decided to, which was a punishing but rewarding and wonderful experience, I have jumped with both feet into Skyward Sword HD and Mario Golf Super Rush. Um, I actually got Mario Golf first. Uh, I think it might have come out first, and then I got the Skyward Sword. And actually, I've as you'll see from my background, from anybody watching today, I, I have become completely immersed in Skyward Sword. So that's what I've been playing. I just beat the second temple. I am as far as I have ever been in the game uh, and loving it so far. Awesome. Yeah. I, I will say um, I, I really enjoyed what Andros had to say last week about the game. I, I think there's two, there's kind of two camps on Skyward Sword HD. Um, the folks who were still mad at it for the first time around, and the folks who were looking at it with a new pair of eyes. I, I didn't like it first time around. I'm, I'm in the camp of I didn't like it first time around, but I'm loving it this time around. And I don't want to repeat what everybody else has already said about Skyward Sword HD, but I will add one thing that I haven't heard anybody else say yet, which is, for me, one of the reasons why it's so much more fun to play on Switch than it was on uh, the Wii was it the Wii or the Wii? It was the Wii, right? I think it came out on a yeah, of course, of course, it was the Wii, yeah, because um, it had the motion controls and everything else, right? One of the reasons why it's so much more fun to play on the Switch for me is I can just turn my Switch off and it remembers where I am, turn it back on, yes. I'm back there again. Now, that might sound like a weird thing to say, right? I can see you're feeling me on this, Marty, but you know, if you remember the first time around. You had to find a bird statue. You had to save it. I got more angry the first time around trying to save it to stop it than I did with anything else. Never mind the motion control, you know? So I love that. I mean, the switch comes into its own. When, you, when you're ready to stop playing because, like, somebody wants to talk to you or you got to get out, you got to leave your house or whatever, you, you, you know, you, you've hit your limit for the day, you just press off. It's great. And then you press off and you're back there again. So I, for me, that's been absolutely uh, one of the biggest changes. It's just so easy to dip in and out and just move forward 20 minutes here, an hour there, whatever it is. It's great. Well, I wanted to, I'm going to break in. I'm going to say this while we're talking about Skyward Sword HD. Uh, when I bought the game originally, I had the, the special edition or the, the one that came with the gold Wii remote. Yes, uh, I had that one too. Yes. Yeah. I think and it yeah. had a special soundtrack. I think maybe that was the yeah. only way that it, it came. I think the, the first, first run was all, yeah, like, was all was that. Like the first was, ones. I think it was like seventy bucks, but then yeah, it, yeah. Then reprints dropped the soundtrack and the Wii Remote. So I down I, to fifty. I can't say that I was over the moon with it. Like I like all Zelda games, but it had its problems. Motion controls were a huge problem, and it's it's over dependence on motion controls. Uh, and we came to a point where my Wii stopped reading discs. Uh, and so oh. it was right in the middle of Skyward Sword. I had gotten to about where I'm at right now, which uh. I was a little bit further. I was in um, the second uh, Sacred Flame trial uh. and had done some of it. And then one day the game just would not boot up. It wouldn't boot any games. Uh, and so I never finished it. So this... Out of all the Zelda games, this and Majora's Mask are the only Zelda games I've never finished. So, yeah. and I, and I'm I'm planning on going back. I've got Majora's Mask on the 3DS. I'm planning on finally going back and finishing that one up this year as well. But I want to say this: I uh, and I don't know if people will be able to see this because of my background. I'm all in 
on Skyrim. Oh, oh, I can't believe you right have now. one of those. Oh, man. Uh, I was looking for so, one of those Amiibos. Uh, thanks to uh, – I got this one off GameStop, paid way too much for it because I had to pay shipping. Uh, yeah. But nice. community member Datfast, uh, who's over um, – uh, in our in our Discord and just uh, he's an awesome guy does a great job. Uh, he managed to pick these up for me. But here's the crazy thing: living in a rural area, these are sitting on my Walmart shelves right now. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Uh, That's the great. other day, the other day they had nine copies of these. Uh, these are my absolute new favorite favorite Joy Cons of all time. If you haven't seen our unboxing video for this and the Amiibo, you can head over to. YouTube, I got to do one of those. Uh, but here's the thing. I am firmly, firmly in the camp that you just described uh, as uh, seeing it with a fresh set of eyes. Yeah. Um, I will say that I've always loved this Zelda for the way the story starts. Yeah, I agree with that. It's so yeah. different. Yeah. Um, and I know this is uh, like the beginning of the timeline, supposedly. I don't know anything about the story. Me so yeah. I'm experiencing it for the first time. I am absolutely loving it. Is it a little bit linear? Yes. Uh, is does is it is it proto Breath of the Wild? Yes. But man, um, you know, I, I, it's interesting because I've been really enjoying its linearity. You know, I've played so so many open world games in the last four years where you just have to kind of including Breath of the Wild, which I like. I like, don't get me wrong, I love Breath of the Wild. Nobody don't throw me hate or anything. But it's actually kind of nice. If you think about when this game came out, it wasn't 15 years ago when linear games were very linear, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and it's sort of right in that sweet spot where the games industry was kind of transitioning. It was trying new things. And there's, a, there's enough linearity there to just, is somebody sort of taking you by the hand and taking you through the story? But you're still doing it yourself, and you don't have to go where they don't. Where, you know, you don't have to go anywhere. You can do what you can do what you want. You know, by and large, right? But I'm I'm just enjoying the fact that there's a story. Um, it wants you to do certain things. You can kind of go along with it. It's fun to do those things. And they've mod they've moderated fee, right? So fee is is not popping up every. 30 seconds saying, you got to yes. go here. You got to do that. What's wrong with you, you idiot? You know? Um, so they've moderated that. So they've taken that down a couple notches and I, I enjoy the linearity. And I also really enjoy, by the way, the, um, the, the, the visuals. Uh, I think my, the other thing about the, the Wii originally was it was, it was super smudgy, super smeary. It was the classic, you know, Vaseline on the screen effect. And this is sharp and beautiful. I put a few things on Twitter. I know some of you guys have as well, uh, just some of the screenshots. It's genuinely beautiful to play the way that it was probably intended to be the first time around, but the specs couldn't handle. I'm I'm also looking forward to how they weave this together with Breath of the Wild too, because it's super clear. If you look at some of the things that are posted online about the the locations in uh, Skyward Sword that are also appearing in Breath of the Wild and how they put them. So some of the locations appear in both games, right? You can see how they are almost certainly going to do more of that in Breath of the Wild too. I think it's great. I think it's it's an absolutely great experience. I I don't think that there's any coincidence that this game is out right now uh, with Breath of the Wild 2 on the horizon. I I am so uh, over the moon with it and I can't wait to see how they tie together. Yeah, uh, I think it's they exciting. Obviously, are going to even from that shot of you know Link spread out, falling through the clouds in mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild too. Like, come on! Um, 
is, so, is, Breath the, is Breath of the Wild the end of the timeline? I never know where things are. Yeah, yeah, so one's the beginning, one's and, the end. There's some, there's something while it's not confirmed, it's room, you know, they're expected that, you know, how Ocarina of Time split the path three ways. Right, right. I think this Breath of the Wild is supposedly where they all converge. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. there are elements of all three timelines in that game. So, yeah, yeah I'm loving this game. I've already put, I, right before I started playing another game I want to talk about here in a few minutes, I, I was saving the game, and I put 16 hours into Skyward Sword already, uh, which yeah. it's just, it's been my constant. It, it made me miss our golf, uh, uh, my, my golf round. Oh, that, week because that I was just happened? so engulfed in Skyward Sword. Well, that and just engulfed? the week ran. Yeah, it was. I was like, it didn't engulf me. Like yeah. I couldn't play it, anything else. Well, well you, you said you said engulfed instead of engulfed. So did I? Yeah. <laughs> so well, I think it's pun- just because I'm from the south and you can't understand. Oh, that. probably. But I thought I took it as a pun because you were just talking about golf. Yeah, I'm engulfed. Let's just say that. <laughs> I meant to be funny. Uh, sure. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of the Mario Golf, that is the other game that I was playing and until okay. about a week or two ago, just like you. And I just wanted to add on that one that, um, you know, I, I I like Mario Golf. I, I thought about joining the uh, the, the competition through, um, through Discord with, with the other folks in the community. But, I mean, if people are getting 20 under par, I'm just I'm, I'm not going to last five minutes in that room. But um, I, I, it's giving it's really what I've enjoyed about it is it's kind of like a Wii sports or a Wii sports resort for the switch in the sense that it, for me, it kind of has that happy vibe and you're running around these locations. So I've been enjoying Mario golf as well, but I'm not sure it's maybe quite such a keeper as the other games are, but it's, it's fine. It's good. I've been enjoying it. I, I'm ready for some, for some more content. Mm, yeah. They're like, at least uh, like I would really appreciate tournament play with with the ability to do it asynchronous just to be like hey yeah. you drop in and play the rules and you add your score to the leaderboard just like yeah. on the 3ds i would really hope that's coming uh i think that will add a ton of legs to this I, game I, i've been playing the story mode almost in, exclusively so far just to kind of get all the courses unlocked and everything else you got to do i suppose and the story mode is completely bizarre. <laughs> the further you go in the story, the more oh, bizarre yeah. it becomes. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I, was like, I don't know what game this is anymore. It's weird. Yeah, the, the story went south twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy, totally crazy. Makes you wonder what they're what they're uh, what they're smoking over there in uh, Kyoto. I don't know. What, what are you guys doing here? You know? Mushrooms. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Anything else you've been playing, Dave? That's been it for me. Awesome. Jesse, let's throw it over to you. What have you been playing? Okay, so I've also pl- played continuing Mario Golf because of the tournament. I, you know, th- this the week four of the tournament is a, a an easier course. It's it, the rookie course with light wind and and uh, with power shots on. So I I tried my me and me. I need to level the me up more, uh, but I ended up doing it with Yoshi, and I had a pretty good score. Uh, I think I was, I don't, might've been 21 under 19 under. I don't remember where I was, but yeah, a lot better than week three where I was like four under. <laughs> I was listening to, uh, the, the dad, dad's after dark show from Tuesday. And, uh, 
uh, John says, that, you know, I'm not upset that I'm not, that I'm losing to, to you because Drew's like in like top four, top three. Uh, but he was, the thing that he is upset that I'm ahead of him. <laughs> like, I, I think I'm 25th and he's 26th. Jesse, I got a question about all this stuff because I, I tried to get involved, but as mentioned earlier, it's intimidating and your story only just confirms that for me. But I'm, I'm curious about the Mario Golf. Is there a leaderboard function within the game, or do we have to no, maintain this outside of the game? We are submitting our scores to Drew personally, right. so yeah. it's not. You know, if we want to share them publicly, we can, but kind of that isn't yeah. recommended. Otherwise, it'll just encourage people to try harder. Right, uh, right, right. But yeah, and then Drew's doing all this calculus himself. I just feel like, in terms of new content, like what Marty was talking about before, it feels to me like if they could just add a little more in-game asynchronous, like you could play with your buddies, kind of tracking, yeah. that might be a nice. Yeah, just system. set up a private tri- private yeah. tournament that already sets the rules, and all we have yeah. to do is enter in a code, do it as many times as we yeah. want to get the best score, and then yeah. the game does the math for Drew at the end. Yeah, right. That'd be a nice quality of life enhancement, I think. Yeah. So and then, so if this, if they're giving us an easy week after the rough week three, I think they're going to kill us in week five. They're going to do something silly. <laughs> yeah, I've been continuing Skyward Sword HD. I, I think I'm going slower than you and what my son did. My son's already beaten it, um, but uh, I'm like twelve hours in and kind of still early on maybe halfway through the third temple. I just got the Gus Bellows and then worked my way back to the hub area in the middle of the, of the, of the dungeon. And I, as I was playing and I had to stop last night just because that, that entire desert sequence is mentally exhausting even before you get into the dungeon. And I, I, I forgot that, you know, I went once they, you know, threw the next twist out. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember not liking this, but I, you know, I was able to fight through it. And uh, are you talking about the first time through the desert or the second? First. Oh yeah. When he, when he had to uh, go to the three power generators and solve those puzzles. Well, two yeah. of them. One of them was just there. Two of them were puzzles. Yeah. So, it, uh, so I'm I'm working my way toward that one. I think my, my son was like, what, 37 hours or maybe even less. And he says, I'm re- I can finish the game now, but I want to do the rest of the side quests. And he, he eventually did. I don't know how long it took him. But you know, my first time through it, I think, was about 50 hours. So. Uh, the next game launched today and we did get a review code from the publisher so thanks for that uh it's pixel puzzle and watch collection so this is you know like you know pixel cross pixel adventures pixel lines you know that group of people you know this is a collection of three different puzzle games in one but the gimmick here is it it looks like three separate game and watches that you well, that are then playing that on your Switch. So for, I did a stream stream of it earlier today, showing off each mode. I forget I forget the, the names of all of them, but like puzzle blocks. I don't. I I knew I wasn't going to like that one because I've never liked that type of puzzle. It's basically you start with a blank five by five grid. 
you, you select a square, and then that square, and then the four squares around it, north, south, east, west, will invert. And then you have to get turn everything sol- uh, black again. And I'm like, I- I've never known how to solve these, so I'm probably never going to figure it out. So I, tra- I showed it off to demonstrate how it works, failed miserably, and went on. Then the pixel lines is the one where you have number clues that tells you, I think this is on a 6x6 six six grid now, that tells you, the, the number clues tells you how many lines of the four are 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 around that cell. It could be zero, one, two, or three. If if it's not a number, then it can be anything. And you, the goal is to draw a single line around around the whole puzzle. Doesn't have to, doesn't have to have all the numbers inside. Sometimes the numbers are outside. It's just, but it has to be one continuous line that meets all the clues. And I was able to do a few of them. That one I'm not as good at. But I'll, I'll, I'll fight on a few of them. There's uh, 72 puzzles included there. And then the, the pixel cross, which is, you know, pick, you know, pick cross and nanograms. They have 100 10 by 10 puzzles. And I, I talked about the UI with, uh, with, uh, the, the, the Atui one. The, I forget what that was called. But, uh, pick Dewey. Pick, yeah, pick Dewey. Yeah, I had issues with the UI there. This has different but similar UI issues as well, but it's not enough for me to say I'm not playing it. I, I it's something I will want to fight through. You now, they, this one gives you a hundred puzzles. And, and just like traditional game watches, each game has a game bay, game A and game B in, in the Picross side. Game A set, well, auto-correct your mistakes up to three times before you use you a fail. And game B is you f- you can fail as long as, as, as much as you want, which is normally how I play, like when I play the Jupiter games. So the, I'm just playing this on the game B side. But, but the, the 100 puzzles are still the same on both sides. Uh, that That's everything I have. That makes brain training sound easy, Jesse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, what about you? What have you been playing? Uh, before I say what I've been playing, I wanted to answer Ninfrendo's question in the chat where he asked, how long before they released more courses and characters for Aces, Mario Tennis Aces? And I looked up that Aces was released in June of 2018, and the first DLC, if I found the right information, wasn't released until September. So if we use that as any kind of track line, and we know Nintendo doesn't follow anything the same, so, you know, we can't rely on this, but potentially, yeah, potentially September, we may see uh, some DLC for uh, golf. We'll see. Uh, But great question. I like that question. That's what got me in the researching that information but i've been playing uh, i've also been playing some mario golf as well super rush on the switch because of the monthly mayhem stuff um i i'm glad it's keeping me engaged in the game and um what i've been doing is i've been seeing what i can get my first try and i submit that so i haven't been retrying and retrying one because of time you know and two when i go do it it's usually at night 
I'm laying there relaxing and, and just having fun with it. And that's usually the first try. And then I submit my score that way. So, uh, the first game I did that too, wasn't as good. And I think at, now that I think back of it, that might've been the only one where I actually did one more because I was just getting used to the game <laughs> that first time we were submitting scores. Um, or I might be just thinking a story mode too. I don't know. But anyways, um, I submit my scores for that. And that was, I, that's what I like about this is being able to play, um, with the group. Um, I also been playing Pokemon Unite, uh, some more. I played another round still in the training mode right now. Still trying to get my arms around it. It's, it's not like I've been spending hours in it. It's more of, again, just kind of like, okay, when I've done a course in Mario golf, I go to Pokemon Unite lately and then see, you know, see what, what, new lesson I can learn in the training side of things just to get a grasp of what that game is about. And to me, it just is, I know it's an MMO, but, or a MOBA, excuse me. Right. Um, yes. But uh, to me, it's like a sports game. It's like another, it's a Pokemon well, sports that's, that's game. What a MOBA is. It's, it's okay. Like it's an arena sports game. Just Okay. So it's, that's maybe why I'm liking it so far, but I, I haven't gotten far enough to say, whether or not that this game is like, oh yeah, I'm in the MOBAs or something, but you know, I just, I'm, I'm still having fun with it. And then the other game I was playing because of uh, joining the All In podcast on their Keep Nintendo Weird show. I joined Seth there, and we talked about uh, Elite Beat Agents. So I brought out my Elite Beat Agents game again for the DS. Played a little bit of it just to refresh my memory on it, and. Um, and also watched a documentary on it too, actually about the creation of that game. Uh, but I loved Elite Beat Agents for the DS, and I I actually hope and wish that Nintendo, when they start dipping into the weird bucket again, they they work with uh, the developers there and come out with an Elite Beat Agents two for the U.S. So I, that was to me that was a lot of fun, and I'm glad I got to experience that and again. And and if anybody's interested. The podcast or the videos out there on the All In Podcasts uh, YouTube channel, uh, they have you know their videos called Keeping Nintendo Weird, and that was a lot of fun to do with Seth. So shout out to them guys for letting me come on and yeah. chat with them. So awesome. that's what I. Uh, oh, and one more thing too. Uh, I didn't play this, but Sam did, and I wanted to hi, share Sam. this. <laughs> yeah, he says hi, of course, to everybody. Uh, and he, he, every time I forget to say that, he's always telling me, did you say hi? And I'm saying, oh, man, I'm sorry, I forgot. And he's like, oh, I want you to say hi. But anyways, he is super proud of the fact that he's beaten a very hard um, DLC for Doom Eternal, Ancient Gods Part 2. He beat that and was super thrilled. And I read, I was actually looking into some things because he was having such a hard time with it. I was trying to see if maybe he didn't have some sort of setting right or whatever, but I've been reading a lot of people who have been complaining about how hard this is or how challenging it is or liking how challenging it is. And he was like, I told him, I said, you can do it. It's going to be harder than what you're used to. But, and he did. And he's super proud of it. So good job, Sam. I haven't put more of it again. Yeah, I haven't put more yeah. than two hours into Doom Eternal. Yeah, so I mean, like that's just that's an accomplishment in and of itself. He's not only has he beat the game, he's beat the DLC. Yep, yep. It's uh, you know, it comes with territory when you got summer off for school. You know, <laughs> he's given hope 
to all of us backloggers everywhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> One more thing I wanted to mention about Pixel Puzzle and Watch Collection. So when you are actually playing the games, it's like the the whole game and watch system is your full screen. And it does react to like the gyro motions. You can turn it off if you want. If you're, I was using a pro controller, but it would it would make more sense doing it with if you're holding the switch and moving it around. You can see kind of like the lighting and shading move. That was a cool effect. Oh, that's and cool. When it's when you're playing in handheld mode, you can use the touch screen to push the buttons as if it was a real Game and Watch system. Huh. Including if you push down on the LCD parts. You get the artifacting when you're when you're connecting. Oh wow! Connecting uh, wires I, that aren't meant to be wired connected. That was a that was a nice nice little add-on. You know, I, I, like I couldn't show that in stream because there's no way I can duplicate that. At least that I that I found, but uh, I I did undock it and test it and it, it it worked. It was pretty funny. That's cool. I I really like it when you know developers go the extra mile. And do things like that that they really don't have to do, but they do. And it's it's just it's good. It's just I good. Agree. Developers, if you're out there listening and you hear that, go the go the extra mile. We'll pay for it. As I'm playing it, I'm like I was just thinking, I wish these little gaming watches were real. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I would probably I would probably have bought the set. Yes, you know you would have. I mean like Several times over, probably. Right? Probably. See, we know you. We've caught on. Yeah. Caught on I, to your I, I'm a collector of weird hardware. That's the play date. <laughs> right? That's the Amico. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, guys, let's turn on the community spotlight for just a moment, shall we? <laughs> Awesome, awesome. And uh, right now we want to just say uh, a huge thanks to our good friend Dave Ernstberger for joining us uh, on the show. Uh, Dave has been uh, our longest and most stalwart patron producer uh, in at that level from the very start. And, man, we just want to uh, say again how thankful we are to you uh, for all that you do and for the show and the way you've supported us. Uh, we love the dialogue that we get to have with you, not only here on the show, but uh, over on Twitter uh, and social media and things. And uh, we know you're a busy man and uh, you travel a lot and do all kinds of stuff. And man, just thanks for giving us some of your time tonight. We really appreciate you. Uh, and we want you to know that we have enjoyed having you on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Marty. I, I was I was moved when uh, Jason said such things earlier on, too. That time it was a joke. But, uh, you know, I, 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 it's a pleasure always to come on and hang out with you guys. I listen anyways when I'm not on the show, obviously. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I became a, a Patreon producer when this show began because at that time I was a lonely, lost-in-the-woods Wii U player. And I couldn't find anybody talking about Wii U stuff anywhere. And I've always appreciated what you do on this show to, to, to speak to the Nintendo community in general and, and especially folks who've been lifelong fans of, of, of Nintendo and, and hope to be playing Nintendo for a long time to come. So I appreciate what you do on the show, all of you. And it's a pleasure to, to be 
I guess the OG Patreon producer, maybe. Is that what I can call myself now? I'm yes. I'll take my, my Twitter profile, you know? <laughs> yeah, OG Patreon producer. There you go, uh, for Nintendo Death. I like uh, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, if people wanted to to hang out with you on social, if that's okay, would you, would you mind telling them where they could find you? Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's actually what I was going to sort of, mentioned today uh is you know my user my gamer tag is pikmin d everywhere p-i-k-m-i-n-d-e-e uh and so not just on twitter but also uh so please friend me on twitter i got like i got like 117 on there i could do with a few more uh and uh, but also if, if there are other um i mean you can find me on on switch you probably need my my code to find me on switch you can't do it by gamer tag right but if there are if there are members of the nintendo das community who are xbox players playstation players i know some of us are here as well to be honest i'm always looking for people to kind of play the uh, multiplayer games with uh on on xbox uh and playstation even so look me up there at pikmin d add me as a friend if you follow this show because uh if, you know you're always looking for people who are good people to kind of play some of the online stuff with and uh, you know i figure some nintendo dad community buddies would be great on xbox and playstation if you look me up on pikmin d because uh, that's <laughs> definitely got to be better than playing with randos right i mean nintendo yes. dad's definitely better than randos and uh, you know I'd, I'd like some more people to hang there's out bo- with there there's a box quote <laughs> And remember, <laughs> now remember, Dave, that if they do find you on Twitter and uh, they have their Twitter and you have your Twitter connected to your Switch, it is easier to oh, connect perfect. that way. There you go. Let's do that. That's a great so call, Tim. Yeah, thank you. So, I, I yeah, that, to add me on Twitter, uh, let's catch up on there. Uh, you know, other uh, consoles as well. And uh, just trying to build out that Nintendo dad's community in other forums as well. So that's my that's my pitch. Glad you called it out, Marty. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, go over there, show Dave some love, uh, and uh, play play games with him. I mean, he's... I could turn my microphone on, you know, if there are other people from the Nintendo desk. Right now, I got it resolutely turned off when I'm on the consoles, you know? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, like, I don't play... I don't talk to anybody that I'm playing with unless it's people from, from our community. Yeah. So, I, yeah... I, I saw some folks in the chat talking about um, uh, Fortnite. I actually don't play Fortnite, unfortunately. Uh, the, the, the building does my head, and all of the shooting feels natural. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, you know. But other other games, I'm there. <laughs> That's, I don't do the building either, but I do. When I do get into Fortnite, I have fun with just the shooting yeah. part. Maybe, and, I'll, maybe and, I'll give that a go. I should keep it you know, going. Yeah. You can you can play pretty. You can get you know if you're in groups, if you play with a trio or with a yeah. a, a group or whatever, and maybe. they build. If you got somebody who's excels at building and you don't, they'll make up for it usually. Yeah. So yeah, oh, maybe yeah. some people from the community can sherpa me through my first Fortnite experiences. Yeah. Uh, also, play, play, play Rocket League as well. Sorry, Jesse. Yeah. When my son was more into Fortnite, I would watch him play. And I don't know what the button sequence is, but he had that down. He would just go, and he'd have a four-story tall building. As my son tells me, you can set yourself up to do that with pro building mode. I don't think he was using that. I think he was. Oh. He might have been, but. It was, well, they, button sequen- it was a lot of button sequence. It was a lot of button combinations and sequence to do it. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that at all. Uh, <laughs> and so go over and follow Dave uh, and uh, go play some games with him. We've got one question this week 
from the community, and it comes from Rush G. Tim, would you mind uh, giving us a read there? Not a problem. I was going to say, do you have it? <laughs> yes, I do. I have it right here. All right. So Russ G's question is based on the premise of the Free Guy movie, which I am looking forward to seeing, by the way. What is the NPC character job life you would never want to be if that was your existence? And vice versa. What is your dream NPC job and character? Ooh. So what would you not want to be and what would you want to be in an NPC as an NPC? Wow, FPS, that's a great question. FPS trash, fodder. <laughs> <laughs> it's not was what is what I would not want to be. Right. What about um, the guy who was? Uh, I used to be a soldier like you, and took until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> that is who I don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Is it the same guy, or is it many guys with the same story? It's many it's, people with the same story. Yeah, yeah. You know, that copy and paste story. <laughs> the first ones that came to mind for me were uh, just right straight to the mind without thinking too deep into it was uh, in Breath of the Wild. I just went straight to the NPCs in there. The first one I wouldn't want to be is the uh, horse stable owner guy. I wouldn't want to oh, be yeah. him because he's always like, seems like he's sad all the time <laughs> or something or or, you know, he's just like going from the front to the back or that's his brother. I don't I remember, but it just seemed like it was boring. But the one that I would want to be is Beatles. Because. Uh, oh, you love Beatles. Touring the, you know, and selling your wares and on your backpack and stuff like that. And then just appearing when, you know, when you happen to need them. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to be that guy. I think yeah, you just own. like the sound he makes, don't you? Hi. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the NPC that I would be okay with being would be you know also a merchant like character that I was thinking like Dragon from Dragon Quest Four uh, Tornico. Though while in Dragon Quest Four he is a playable character, but he's uh, you, you know, but his role is a merchant. So you know, if there's a part of the game where you are actually on the backside of the counter. Uh, other adventurers come to you and you do the buying and selling that they want you to do just like you would normally approach a merchant NPC to do. Okay. I, I know at least one of you wants to be Tingle, surely. I've seen that in the animation somewhere. <laughs> that would be Jesse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to trust balloons lifting my weight, though. <laughs> is Captain is Captain Toad considered an NPC? Then I would choose him as the one I would want to be. So you know, in in Mario Odyssey, I think, right? Yeah, there you go. Nice technical call there. I like that. I, I would want to be uh, an NPC from uh, a PlayStation or Xbox version of FIFA 2022, and I would not want to be an NPC from FIFA 2022 for the Switch. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, because if you're if you're you know on the switch, you're in that game. You're barely working. I'm, 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 I'm going to get Tim all worked up here. I can tell you. Yeah. And your your model's four years old. That's what I mean. If I if I'm a FIFA NPC on the switch, I'm sort of stuck in 2017 for the rest of my life. You know, no thank you. The pure laziness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting fired up. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, love it. 
I'll tell you one NPC I would not want to be uh, more controversially is I wouldn't want to be uh, Zelda. Uh, you know, talk about uh, not having any real role to play and kind of being a bit of a vacuous character. That could all change, of course, who's to say in Breath of the Wild 2, and she got a better part in Breath of the Wild original, but uh, I think Zelda has been uh, not a great NPC to be for a long time. Though so in Skyward Sword, she has... Really not gotten- Good representation. Has I haven't got to that part of the game yet, so maybe uh, maybe I'll okay. stand corrected. Okay, well, I, I won't spoil any major spoilers, but basically, while you were running around adventuring, she's got oh. her own adventure going on that she's just all right. Half an hour ahead of you the whole way. All right, fair enough. So, I, I, yeah, wanna, people, I wanna be shake. I wanna be shaker. How's that? I wanna be shaker. Yeah. So people have been wanting, like, as a Skyward Sword sequel, to play what Zelda's doing during all this. Yeah. Yeah, is that yeah. is that probably more interesting than what you're doing? Yeah, that would be good. That would I like good. Zelda's character in Spirit Tracks on the DS. I can guarantee you, guarantee you, Zelda is not trying to carry five pumpkins in a stack at once. <laughs> but I just, bro, I just want to say, I just had to do that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How many times did it take you? Twice. Because I remember it, I remember how I did it back in the Wii, and it, it took took a while. But yeah, it's move very slow, <laughs> barely. Oh, yeah, move. you move very slow. But man, I was like, I, I almost got it one time. Like I try, I, it took me, I think twenty tries. Ouch! And yeah, the, the first I, try, I was like ten feet away. <laughs> Halfway through, I got there. And the bar over the thing to go in knocked the top pumpkin off. <laughs> and I, that how does was, that happen? I, 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 you tell me. Was one I, on his, was one on its end instead of flat? No, uh, but it did it. <laughs> and like it was almost a controller throwing moment, except I was playing handheld, and then that would have been unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, that's episode 336 of Nintendo Dads. We want to thank you for hanging out with us. And to say another special thanks to Mr. Dave Ernsberger for giving us his time this evening and for being a Patreon producer. As we close the show, we want to say a huge thanks to our other Patreon producers, Antonio Contronio and Solo Something. Thank you guys for your support at that level. And really thank you to all of our patrons, whether you're a dollar a month or whatever tier you choose We appreciate you, and we're so thankful. Remember, you can head over to manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, to get 20% off your first order uh, and free shipping. So that's also in there. Uh, And we want to say a huge thanks to our YouTube followers, over 5,610 of you now, as well as over 1,000, almost 1,100 over on Twitch as well as 20 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities as well. You head over to our website, nintendodads.org, and check out everything we do over there. And guys, right now we want to say this as we close out the show. Our T-shirt store is going to be down for a little bit, thanks to some takedown orders from the Big N. Yep, they hit us hard this week. And they noticed us. All of our shirts are down, but in the wrong and way. <laughs> we don't get any reason why. So if you're trying to buy a shirt, hold on. We're working on it. You can find us, uh, our store over at nintendodads.org as well. Once we get that back up and running, we'll tweet some things out 
uh, and do other socials. You'll be able to see that. You can also email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. We want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show and remind you, head over to the reviews part of your favorite podcast and leave us a five-star review and some nice words that helps people find the show and brings more people into the community. That's what we want. Just more people. It's right in here like a big hug, like a big sweaty southern hug. <laughs> Not a side hug either. Full on. Like both arms. Big bear hug. There you go. Yeah. In third I think we're, losing, we're losing members. We're losing members, Mark. <laughs> okay, well, then a side hug then. That's, 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 that's a little pat on the shoulder. Uh, for me, for Dave, for Jesse, and Tim, this has been episode 336 of Nintendo Dads. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Good night, peeps. Nintendo Dads. Hey man, you boob!